Acts chapter 8, we're going to break in at the 26th verse. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go towards the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is a desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man, the Ethiopian and eunuch, of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot and read Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to the chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandeth thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I, except a man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. Let us pray. Father, just for a few moments, Lord, would you open these stammering lips, God, that you could speak through me. And God, I wouldn't say anything that wouldn't be led of the Spirit. I pray for every heart in this building today that you'd open their ears of hearing, their hearts of understanding, and God, that you'll draw them to you. God, we just love you and we praise you for your love and your mercy. Use us now for a few moments in Jesus' name, amen. And you can be seated this morning. Look at verse 35. Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And as they went their way, they came unto a certain water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, Listen, if thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe. That's what it's going to take this morning, is that you need to believe that Jesus is the Son of God. That's what the eunuch said. And he commanded the chariots to stand still, and they went down both into the water, and Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him, the Bible says there. And I'm telling you that today we can see here, the Bible talked about four different Philips in the Bible. If you are studying and a student of the Bible, you'll find out that the name Philip is mentioned four different times. We can see it in Matthew and Luke when he talks about Philip, uh, the Philips there uh, in Herod's house. And then you can see Philip the apostle. And this is Philip the evangelist that is in a place where the Holy Spirit of God by an angel has spoke to him and got him ready that he's going to use him in a mighty way. And today I want to preach with the help of the Lord God's purpose for your life. I don't know about you, but I want to know God's purpose for my life and what he wants to do with me as a child of God. And God will use us if we'll surrender our lives to him. God will use us and bless us in our life to be a help to other people. And whether you know it or believe it or not this morning, you're touching people every day of your life in some way. You're touching at least 10 people every day of your life. 
And so I wonder as you touch people in your life, if you're being the witness for Christ that you need to be. You may say, Pastor, I, I don't even know the Lord. I'm not saved. What are you talking about? I'm glad you asked this morning. If you have, you may have come to watch a family member get baptized today. We're fixing to go in the water here in just a few minutes and, and baptize those that have professed Christ as their Savior. Just as we have read the eunuch here uh, professing Christ, he's sitting in his chariot and the Bible says he's reading Isaiah 53. And I'll tell you this morning, if you're here lost without God, maybe you've been trying to read your Bible. You've been trying to understand what the Bible says. And it just seems like Greek to you. Cannot make any sense out of what you're reading. There's a reason for that this morning. You're in darkness, not in light. And it's not been revealed to you what thus saith the word of God. Boy, I feel the power of God this morning. I'm telling you, you can know that you've been born again. You can know what the Spirit uh, speaks to us as people of God and you can know what this Bible says if you'll trust him as your Lord and Savior of your life. He'll open up the scriptures and you'll begin to understand what the Bible is talking about. Here the eunuch don't understand and Philip the evangelist is standing to the side and the Holy Spirit through an angel has told him uh, I want you to be here and I'm going to send somebody by your way just like this week. God has sent people by your way to be a witness. Have you been watching for what God wants to do in your life or have you just backed up and let them walk right on by and miss the opportunity? We was at our couples retreat last week and Brother C.T. Townsend played a video on the screen which blessed my heart. One day we're gonna stand before a holy God and we're gonna give an account for every deed that's been done in the body, whether it be good or whether it be evil. And one day we're gonna stand there and God's gonna show us what we should have done in our life and all the lives we should have touched for him see what we missed out on and on that day we won't walk up to God and smote ourselves on the chest and say God I had my name on the church row. I changed the church sign. I cleaned the church. I was a good member. You'll not be like that on that day but I believe we'll all bow our heads down knowing that we could have done more for the cause of Christ. Amen. But I'm glad for Brother Philip that stepped out in faith when he saw the chariot coming and he heard him reading the scriptures, the scroll that he had. He'd been down uh, to worship under uh, the Jewish law and, and he didn't understand what he's reading because he had never been born again. The scriptures wasn't being revealed to him. And he asked him there, I believe it is in verse uh, 33, he told him, he said, in this humiliation, his judgment was taken away and who shall declare this generation for his life is taken from the earth. The eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee of whom speaketh the prophet this himself of himself or some other. He didn't understand. And then Philip began to reveal to him what the Bible says. And it began to prick his heart. You can understand this morning that you must be born again. Our brother read you the scriptures today. For God so loved the 
world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I'm telling you, each one of you come from different uh, uh, families and different cultures and you're dressed different and you look different but each one of us is going to stand before a holy God one day and we're going to give an account of ourselves and not another. You'll never answer for a sin or anything I've ever done in my life but you'll answer for everyone in your life. We'll have to stand there while it's read off our life. While the screens of heaven shows our life and we'll have to stand there and we'll have no excuse and we'll be found guilty and I'm telling you today we need to know that we're ready to meet a holy God and that we've done all that he's asked us to do as the people of God to be a witness and to love people and to care for people in this day and hour that we live in there's so much hate on every hand there's so much trouble on every hand and it takes God's people it takes a people loving God to love people. Can I hear from you this morning? We need to love one another in these last days. And I'm glad for Brother Philip that had the love of God in his heart to hear somebody trying to understand the word of God and he stepped right up to the plate and said, understand what thou readest? He said, how can I unless somebody tell me? How can you know what the Bible says unless a preacher tell you, unless a preacher be sent of God to tell you? I'm telling you, God, give me this message this morning. I had no idea you were gonna be here. I didn't know if I'd be here, but I did know one thing. He'd be here, and I'm glad he's here this morning to let you and I know that we must study to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. We have no excuse to not reading the word of God. Every one of us probably got five or six of them piled up at the house with that much of dust on every one of them. We need to take those things out and read them and study the word of God and find out what we need to know as people of God. I believe you should follow after the preacher, what he's reading to you and preaching to you, but we have got to study for ourselves this morning. Here the eunuch don't understand. Philip breaks it down for him. Then Philip opened, the Bible says, opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. There's no other name but the name of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else worth mentioning but Jesus, amen. It, it was Jesus at the beginning, it'll be Jesus at the end, amen. In the beginning, God created. He started and he'll finish this thing at the end. There's no beginning of God and there's no end of God. There's no, uh, the Lord is just like a ring. I say it many times. His love is like a ring. There's no beginning and there's no end. You in here may fall out of love with one another. You may turn your back on one another, but I serve a God that'll never turn his back on you, amen. He's just like this ring. He's constant, he'll always, Always be there. His love is unconditional this morning. So you all that are married, got those wedding rings on, look down at that every now and again, say, boy, that's just like God's love right there. There's no beginning, there's no end to it. He loves us unconditionally. He loves me in my sin. He loves me when I don't sin. He don't like it when I sin and he's got a big old rod of correction to straighten me out when I get out of his will. The Bible says he would leave 
the 99 and go after one that goes astray. So if you're his child, don't think you're hiding and running because he's right after you, amen. I'm glad the Lord don't leave us. We're the ones that walk off. You know how it is with the Lord? The Lord can be right here and maybe you walk off. But the Lord never leaves. He's with us the whole time. Every place we're going, making a way. Yes, we're falling. Yes, we're making mistakes. Yes, we're not worthy of nothing. But I'm glad that his blood has made me worthy. Amen. That's the only good that's in me and you is the blood of Christ. Amen. But here this eunuch really wants to know what thus saith the word of God. And Philip begins to preach to him and tell him. And he realizes through this that the scriptures is teaching that he needs to be baptized. Can I tell you this morning, there's no salvation in this water. I said there's no salvation in this water. You need to get it here before you go there, amen. Sometimes people get that backwards. They think you gotta go there first. That ain't the first step. Right here's the first step. Come to Christ. Come unto me, he said. Confess me. Believe on me. And then over in, in Corinthians, he tells us that baptism is an answering of a good conscience towards God. You're telling people that you're not ashamed of what Christ did in your life and you're going to be buried in a liquid grave to show them the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. And you're not ashamed of what he's done. That's what baptism is. This morning, I want to tell you, I'm so thankful for these that have come to be baptized today. But you first must understand what the Bible says. You must be born again. Scriptures teach us to be born again of, of the water and of the Spirit. And I'm telling you, you have to make that trip just like we all did. You've got to come the same way we all came. God is no respecter of person. I've heard this said. Well, if God is so holy, why is he sending people to hell? I can answer that question this morning. God ain't sending nobody to hell. God give the best that heaven had and hung him on a cross. So you wouldn't have to go to hell. If you go to hell, you'll go over the blood of Christ. The rejection of his son is what sends people to hell. I ain't talking about Hades. I ain't talking about some other place. I'm talking about hell fire. Talking about where death and hell will be delivered up one day and cast into the bottomless pit where the devil is going and all of his angels. All the suffering we've ever went through is going to this place. I'm telling you one day we're gonna be set free from this mess that we're in right now. But we have to, we have to push through right now. Brother Philip pushed through because he wanted to do the will of God. He saw that he could be a witness for, for the Lord and he stepped up and stepped into the chariot. No doubt he might have been a little uh, scared to, uh, the Bible doesn't say that he may have been a little intimidated by his position and who he was but I'll tell you what we need to do we need to put all that timidness aside and step up for Christ, amen and have some boldness and say for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord amen, I don't care what the naysayers say, I don't care what the world's doing, I'm going to come out from among that and be separate 
That's what the Lord said. So Philip stepped up for God. And if we're going to find out God's purpose in our life, the first thing we're going to have to do is we're going to have to listen to the Spirit of God. We're going to have to listen, church. Our problem is that we're not listening to what God wants to do in our life. The Bible tells us there in verse 26, he said, the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip. And when he spake to him, he listened. You know why I know that? Because the Bible goes on to say that he arose and went towards the south, the way that goes to Jerusalem and Gaza. And he told him, he said, that's a desert place, but I want you to go. And he listened to what the Holy Spirit had to say. I wonder you that are saved here this morning, I wonder if the Lord spoke to you and said, I need you to go to Johnson City in the morning at seven o'clock, be down there in front of the Shoney's. I got somebody I'm gonna send in there that's gonna eat. They don't know me, but I want you standing right in front of it at seven o'clock because I'm gonna use you to lead them to me. Well, I can't do that. That's a public place, Brother Aaron. They'll come out there and arrest me for talking to somebody about the Lord. I'm telling you what, are you gonna stand up for the devil or are you gonna stand up for the Lord? Does he still do stuff like that? You better tighten your belt up. It may happen to you tomorrow. How do you think Philip felt? Holy Spirit says, I'm going to send you down to this place, a desert place. I got somebody coming by. So we need to listen to what the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in Proverbs 3, 16, in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. If we'll acknowledge him and listen to him, he'll tell you what to do. You that are here that's lost, that feeling you've got going on this morning, your heart beating out of your chest, you're nervous all over, you don't know what to do, she's quit singing now, you've calmed down just a little bit, you're thinking, oh, it's all over with. I'm gonna tell you the Lord is still here this morning. And he's still after you. He's still searching for you. He still wants you. What could I do for God? For God so loved the world that he gave his son for you. It's who he gave him for. In your sin, in your mess, in your cussing, in your drinking, in your doping, in your whoremonging, whatever you're in, he did it just for you. He took your sin to the cross. You know every lie I've ever told, any deceit I've ever had, any wrongdoing I've ever done, he took it to the Garden of Gethsemane. And the Bible says that his sweat became as great drops of blood falling down on the ground. You know why? Because he's taken on the sin of the whole world. Every sin you've ever done from start to finish, he's taken that on him to take to the cross. And we get so backwards that we won't even tell people that Jesus loves them. But yet, he took all of your sin and took it to the cross. He was beaten, he was bruised, he was mocked, he was stripped naked and hung on a cross. If we would have known him like we know Brother John, if Brother John had been Jesus and hanging on the cross, we wouldn't have been able to recognize Brother John for how they would have beat him and tore his body all to pieces. That's what Christ did for you and I. 
That's what he did on the cross. And here we sit with our nose stuck up in the air, our chest pushed out and say, I don't need you, God. One day, we're going to need him. One day, we're going to wish we would have bowed down. You know why? Because the Bible says, one day, every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord, amen. You may not do it here, but I sure hate it for you when you'll do it there, amen. We'll all confess one day. So I'm telling you, we need to listen to the Holy Spirit and what he's speaking. And when we're listening to the Holy Spirit, the next thing we need to do is we need to respond to it. Forget everybody else, everything that's going on around you, everybody that's got you packed in right now, you say, well, I'm sitting here in the middle. I'm sitting over here. I can't get out. I'll tell you what, I'd climb over the pew if that's what it took to get to God. I would not let nothing hinder me getting to Jesus. We need to respond to what the Lord is trying to do in this place today. The world has got loud and they're screaming out all that they want. And the church world has got quiet. Church people have got quiet. Shh, don't say nothing. Shh, don't raise your hand. Shh, don't sing them songs. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. And you're wondering why our churches are dead. We're wondering why our people are not getting saved. It's because the church has gone silent. I said the church has gone silent. And you know what's going to have to happen? We need a revival in this land that'll turn every one of us up on our heads. I've been hearing what's going on in Weber City. God been blessing in Weber City, saving people this week in Weber City. Y'all forgot uh, eight, 12 weeks ago, all the people that got saved here, he's saving across the country and around the world, and the churches went silent. What's going on? Well, in the last days, there'll be a great falling away. People will become lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Oh, I want 45 minutes of church is all I need as long as I can do everything I want to do. I'll give him 45 minutes, but that preacher preaches past 12, I'm out of here. But you was probably at a concert last night for two and a half, three hours hollering, screaming, acting wild. But we don't want to give God the 45 minutes. Imagine if Philip went on that journey, took him all that time to get there, and he says, you know what? Man, I'm wore out. I'm going to the hotel. I'm going to lay back in my recliner, and I'm just going to take it. I don't care that eunuch's coming by. I'll get him another. I'll get him on the way back. That's some of our attitudes. We need to respond to what the Spirit is trying to do in our lives. So not only do we need to be, respond, we need to listen, we need to respond to what He's doing. And when we do that, then we can be led 
of the Spirit. Philip here is being led of the Spirit to help this eunuch that don't know God. He's went out of his comfort zone, got in the way he's coming by, and started to listen. He started to respond to what he was hearing. He knows he don't know what he's talking about, what he's reading. And then he's led by the Spirit. He walks up to the chariot. You understand what you're reading? How can I? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let me help you with that. And he invites him into the chariot. And he gets up in the chariot. Maybe somebody will invite you in their house tomorrow. What's going on at Vickers? Well, I'm glad you asked. Have you got a moment? Yeah, come on in. Go on in the house. Sit down and begin to talk to them. Tell them, say, yeah, we go down there at Vickers. They ain't got no program. You don't know what's going to happen next. I mean, it's just, sometimes it's just wild around here. Sometimes they get too quiet. Preacher's jumping all over the place and everybody's looking at him like, what in the world's wrong with him? I'm just trying to be led of the Spirit of God and show you there's a lively hope, amen, in Christ Jesus. And we can move forward for God if we'll be led. Christ stands here this morning with his hand out wanting to lead you, wanting to help you. But our problem is we're, we got our hands in our pockets and we don't want to be led. You ever notice how a child does that and you try to lead them? Mm. Boy, you better come over here. That's just like the Lord too. Don't stick your hands in your pocket when the Lord's leading. And then you say, yes, Lord. What do you want out of my life? You're here for the Lord. Somehow we got to thinking this thing's all about us. When really, it's all about him. The Lord fixing to send somebody by your way. Are you going to have the boldness to step up for God and be led of the Spirit and say, yes, Lord, I'll be the vessel. I'll be the one. Lord, I don't want to be in the way. I don't want to cause any trouble. You're working in the church. God, don't let me get in the way. You just have your way. Maybe I don't like what's going on, but I'll get out of the way. Let you have your way. That's being led of the Spirit. Are you stepping up? They're reading scripture. They're trying to work for God. They're doing missions outside the church. Guess what I'm doing? I'm standing back going, go, I'm all for it, amen, hallelujah. But some of our folks have got quiet. We need to cheerlead them on. We need to help people and lead them to Christ. Someday soon, Christ is gonna step out the Bible says that he's coming in a moment and a twinkling of an eye. And when he comes, the Bible says that the dead in Christ are going to rise first. And we which are alive and remain, and as I'm looking over this crowd, we're all alive this morning, I reckon. There ain't nobody here dead yet. So that means all of us are, are alive and remain that are born again. The Bible says it's going to be called up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever 
be with the Lord. Are you listening this morning? The Holy Spirit is wanting to do something in your life. Just like he used Philip, he wants to use you. You may be like that lost man that he preached to. You may not understand none of this this morning. But can I tell you, the Lord wants you to understand. That's why he sent me to tell you, he loves you just the way you are. And he wants you to come this morning. I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you've done. I hear this statement, I've done too much. I've drifted too far. I've broke God's heart. He don't want nothing to do with me. You've listened more to the devil than you have been to God. He loves you this morning. Each and every one of you here. So I wonder, are you ready? Are you ready to say, yes, Lord, I'm ready. Use me however you want to use me, God. I'm willing.